Mm-hmm. Starting in five, four, three, two. <laughs> <laughs> well, my name is Jordan. <laughs> hello, hello. My name is Tyler, and this is the Red Letter Podcast. Uh, this is episode two of hopefully many to come. We put out a new episode every third Thursday of the month. Third so Thursdays. Third Thursdays. We'll start, we need to get like a jingle. Like, it's the third Thursday for the Red Letter Podcast. Done. There we go. Virginia, it is about the end of peak fall season, um, peak leaf season more mm-hmm. so. And so if you live anywhere close to here, you have lots of leaves falling all over the ground. And it's also wet. It's very wet. So it's like rainy and leafy. If that I can, heard that if the, that's a description. The James River is supposed to peak at 22 feet, which really? is like a historical high, supposedly. Wow. Today at noon. Wow. Like, Walking trails are completely underwater down there right now. Whoa. So I kind of might go look at it later. Uh, well, you would. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so it's it's peak leaf season. It is the holidays. It is Thanksgiving's coming up. Christmas is coming up. Most. And so we had a funny story um, that we wanted to share about pie. 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 When, I think of, when I think of holidays, I know a lot of people think about like, Christmas trees, stockings, like for me, once you get to the holidays, it's Thanksgiving and Christmas. It's all together. Mm-hmm. Like, um, you know, and I can't think about the holidays without pie. For me, it's weight gain. Weight gain. I mean, well, I mean, pie, weight <laughs> gain, they go, they go hand in hand. I mean, yeah. It's, I give up on any fitness and nutrition goals starting like the week before Thanksgiving. It's, it's Thanksgiving for me. Basically, I prep, like, mm-hmm. you know, I like really like Been keto hardcore or something like that right up until Thanksgiving. And then Thanksgiving, man, you know, the day to be thankful, you just eat all the food you can, like, you know, gluttony. Um, <laughs> and so, anyways. Ask, ask for forgiveness. Yeah. It's like, Lord, forgive me for I have sinned. Um, yeah. I mean, I can't think of it without pie. It's yeah, so true. So about four years ago, me and my wife were, we'd been married about five weeks at that point. We were well-seasoned, seasoned, seasoned, seasoned marriage veterans, vet, man, I can't talk today, <laughs> veterans at that time. Um, and we were going over to an election party actually. Yeah. Um, that was also like election Friendsgiving type of party. This was not like this year election. They've been married for four years. Now. Yes, this, this was, was four like years the ago. Previous election, and since we're all really busy, we we kind of coupled like Friendsgiving yeah. with with the like election party. So we had like tons of food. I think mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure this is what it is. But I'm getting old. So I think like, there was a lot of food there. Well, there is. I mean, when you have an election, you, you kind of have true. to stress eat. The last election, I ate so much cheese. Oh, yeah. Like, it like was, a couple weeks ago? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. The we, amount of cheese my body consumed that day. <laughs> it was bad. You don't want to know. We did have pie, but, you don't but Katie know. didn't make the pie, I don't think. So, it was kind of... I think we had like a True. cobbler. This oh, time. there was like an apple, apple cobbler. Yeah. But anyways, this apple pie four years ago. Apple pie soup. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, it, it was this apple pie that our friend Katie made and it just... I don't know what happened, but it didn't really turn into a pie. It was this. It was this a substance. Soupy. It was an apple substance. Yeah, and well, you know what's apple good. Apple sus. 
Ooh, there you go. Um, me and David were in the kitchen and we were trying to, we were serving each other. It's one of the rare times that we were being kind like that, but we, we were like serving like out like the bowls. And so we actually had um, a ladle to get this pie out and put it into bowls <laughs> for people to consume because like, you know, you Cutting it, like, no. It was just literally a ladle. You get yourself some That's apple right. soup. I feel like we should have just said it. She, she, Katie should have been better at marketing and said, I made an apple cobbler. Yeah, if she would have said an apple cobbler, I think no one would. No one would have thought anything. No, we would have been all great for it. But she yeah. said it was apple pie, and it was apple soup. So, we make this apple soup cobbler pie, and... <laughs> <laughs> Um, I learned something new about my wife that night. So my wife comes out and is eating the the pie and she starts to shed a couple small tears. <laughs> We're all very confused because nothing dramatic had happened. And also nothing even like extra happy had happened that no, we were aware it, of. It was, it was kind of confusing because she was also like, we didn't know your wife very well. Yeah. No one really knew her because you'd only been married for five weeks and she was not living in Virginia before that. So, She'd only been here for five weeks. Yeah. So like we're, we you guys have probably only seen her like twice. Right. And so married. we're sitting there and, and like, Everyone's like, oh no, did we say something offensive? Which I mean, with our friend group is possible. <laughs> and so we're like, oh no, what did, what happened? And like, we're all confused. It was, it was fantastic. But she's just crying. And so the- she's crying and we find out, and I learned something new about her um, this evening, that apparently when Michelle eats something that is just so flavorful and good and tasteful that she sheds a small tear mm. in joy. Which is quite a wonderful thing. It is a wonderful thing. Can you imagine like, I've never shed a tear over food. I've had no. some really good food. I have. But I've have. never been so in tune with my emotions that No, I've never had down. an emotional response to food other than be like, mm, let me have more of that. It's <laughs> like that, um, what's, the, what's that band? The tear stream. Down your face. Yes. <laughs> That's like the soundtrack for right, that right. moment. It was. It was literally like the most emotional moment with food mm-hmm. I think I've ever seen. Um, and really, while we're while, the reason we're telling this story is because we want your Thanksgiving to be full of joy just like that. Full of joy and apple soup pie cobbler. It was fantastic. Tremendous. So as is tradition... On the one episode that we've had yeah, so far. we did it once. But it's tradition. Mm-hmm. We have our ASMR moment. We need You want to write us a jingle for the ASMR moment? Uh, oh, yeah. Um, uh, let's see. Um, today's, like, we're, we're doing pumpkin stuff, right? So yes. do, do we need to, like, have, like, an, an – oh, did you break it? Oh, it'll, no. It'll, it'll make good. it better. Okay, cool. So we um, – it's pumpkin today, right? So are we trying to make, like, specific – once. I think it's just an ASMR um, theme song. I don't got anything. I'm in a writer's block. I'm sorry. ASMR with red letter. That's it. It's okay. Yeah, I don't think it was great. But, so for today, we'll, if, we'll like superimpose the one you wrote earlier. It's <laughs> heavy. Look at this. If you are listening and you're hearing my grunts, I am picking up a large pumpkin. It's at least 50 pounds. He at picked least a hundred pounds. Um, and so we are going to see what a pumpkin being scratched by a cinnamon stick because it's pumpkin spice, mm. um, sounds like. So that's our ASMR moment for the day. Yeah, you can have it back. 
So here we go. And then for one more good measure, here's what the stem feels like. Get it nice and close. And then one last thing Ooh, the that I thought would make a great ASMR moment. Mm. Mm, that was satisfying. That was very satisfying. That was the cinnamon stick cracking in half. Cinnamon stick cracking in half for our ASMR moment. So for anyone that just needed to get your pumpkin spice fill for the day, <laughs> you got it here on the podcast. There you go. You're welcome. Be blessed. This is what we're all about. <laughs> so this month, because it is the holidays, we have a new song coming out. We do. And it's a Christmas song that is called Image. Mm -hmm. And so if you stick around long enough, eventually at some point on this podcast, we're going to play that song for you. And yep. it's going to be the first, um, you'll be the first first purple, <laughs> first purple people, <laughs> first people to ever hear our new song image so feel special yeah no feel you heard special. it first on the podcast it comes out december 4th um and uh it is important to note that like we want to write songs i think one of the goals when we write christmas songs because um i i'm trying to be honest and real here like um i don't know that tyler nor i are like the type of people that just really want to write a Christmas song. Like I, some people might refer to me as a little Grinchy. Yeah, I could, I don't think I'd, I'm full Scrooge, but um, I'm not like, I, I, I delay putting up like Christmas stuff. Very much so. My wife, I wants, get anxiety every December because church stuff and Christmas stuff typically means like a yes. lot more. It's a well, lot. And more. I've noticed that, I enjoy my house looking a certain way and I enjoy mm. things looking a certain way. And when you put a bunch of Christmas decorations up, I just feel claustrophobic. Sometimes. I can see that. I can see that. Um, yeah. So I, part of the reason that we write this is one, because David Bedford says David that we, Bedford. we always have, we have to put out something for Christmas and we have every single year that red letter has existed. This we've put out something for Christmas. Now we've, uh, done like a hybrid where we like wrote a bridge on top of like uh, an already existing song. We should do song. something with that bridge someday. Yeah, I think I think we should. And um, and like what, that was like one of the first things that we did. We did um, we did a just a like an electronic cover of a song one year. That was really weird, but I remember we, that we enjoyed it. And uh, there was like vocoders and everything. It was really fun. Yes. Um, last year we put out a song called "How Beautiful." Um, and that was our first fully original song that we actually put out and, um, for Christmas anyways, that was a yeah. fully original Christmas song and, uh, it is on our, our newest album. And if you need Christmas music to blade your church, yes. that doesn't feel super Christmassy. Cause that's kind of the idea. Like we wanted to be able to write something that's Christmas themed without like having a sleigh bell in mm -hmm. the middle of the, of like. I'm pretty sure we've made a very strong point that both of these songs now have not had any of your typical Christmas instruments. Yes. And like, in them. and we do that on purpose because, you know, Christmas is not just something that we should celebrate in December and it shouldn't just be like Santa is coming to town. Yeah. Like, yeah, so sure. worship Jesus. You know, it's like the idea of 
Christmas is something really special. So if you're looking for songs that you want to do, How Beautiful is Up, um, it's on a recent album, um, Into Light. And as you reminded me just a little while ago, it's also on Multitracks. Yes, so if you multitracks.com. Yes, if you need resources for you to play at your church, message us or go to Multitracks and we'll get you set up. Um, and so you could, you could play that song. And our new song, Image, will come out on December 4th. December 4th. There we go. So it, it's coming out two weeks after this podcast comes out. So we're really excited. And again, the goal of this is that it could be just a worship song, but it's very much Christmas themed. Yes. Um, I, I wonder, It's very much just a worship song with Christmas lyrics. Yes, exactly. Or like Jesus being born lyrics. Yeah. And this one is, is Christmas. Kind of, we even, I, we never actually said anything about Jesus being quote unquote born. Like we, we even avoided yeah, I like, guess the closest we get is infant still and small. Yes. And, you know, and that was a cool lyric. It was infant still and small, still reigns above it all. Mm-hmm. That was a that was a fun lyric. Um, but that's like the closest we get to like. Yeah. Like typical Christmas stuff. And so. I feel like the song image, and we can go into it more later, yeah, sure. but is it's 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 about our response. Yeah. Like it's very much a response to the truth and the reality of Christ being born in the form of human. Right. Absolutely. I mean, you, you actually see that. So the chorus of it um, is the simplest chorus I think we've ever written in, in our ever. Um, and it's just, we pour out our praise is basically, you know, uh, it's for all majesty is right here in front of me. We pour out our praise. We pour out our praise. Like, you know, literally just yeah. when you see, you know, this, Jesus, when you when you see him, the only natural response that we have is to worship, mm-hmm. and um, that kind of was the heart behind the song because when we actually see Jesus in our presence, there's a lot of stuff happening, and um, and it's different. This is big theology stuff, and, and I know I'm diving into like the weird like thoughts in my, in my head, but I think it's biblical, you know, in the old Testament, you actually see that the presence of God was actually something to be a little bit afraid of, mm-hmm. like a lot of it afraid of. And we should still have a healthy fear of that. Like, yeah. I, you know, I'm not saying that, but in, in the old Testament, you know, you even see, I love, uh, I have my Bible here. Second Corinthians actually talks about Moses when he actually experienced the presence of God. Um, when he came down from the mountain, he had to have a veil over him because mm. he had been in the presence of God and that glory of God was so powerful. People couldn't be exposed to it. And now it says this, this is really cool. It says, but whenever a person turns to the Lord, the veil is removed. And now um, the Lord is spirit. And where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. We all with unveiled faces are looking as in a mirror at the glory of the Lord. And we are being transformed into the same image Mm. from glory to glory. And this is from the Lord who is the spirit. And so like when we were writing this song, it's not just that we worship him, but seeing the image of God as Colossians uh, actually tells us that he himself is the image of the invisible God now revealed to to us. That's what Jesus is. He is the image. There's this like theological thing that's happening because Genesis tells us that you and I are made in the image of God. Yeah. And now when this is so great in second Corinthians, it says that when we look at him, we're looking as in a mirror 
of the glory of God mm. and we are being transformed into that image. And so there's this idea that, like you said, it's the song's all about a response. When we see the image of God, the perfect image of God, we realize who we were supposed to be created like. We're in his image and we're restored, should be moving towards being and living in that same image. Yeah. And that's kind of what the whole song is about. And um, that's awesome. What would you say? Um, we Like we're created in the image of God. And how does that go about like how we should view our like view ourselves and how mm. we should go about living our lives with that truth? Mm. That's a big question. You know, well, I, I'm, I'm trying to be careful um, in the way that I speak because like there's like um, there's a wrong theology going around and it's kind of picking up a little bit of steam and it's it's unfortunate but it's kind of like the um the little god theory mm -hmm. uh is that like since we're made in the image of god like we ourselves are little gods mm -hmm. and um like that's not what we're talking about at all like yeah. just just to clarify but i think also um in like reformed circles or calvinistic circles i think we can the opposite thing happens where we view humanity as literal scum mm -hmm. like you know that's just the response right and uh i say that um i tend to lean far more reformed in my theology than i do um anywhere else so yeah. I, i'm saying that and i want you like that's all like encompassing i'm not like you know dogging on that in any way but you know humanity we are broken by sin and mm -hmm. so like i believe that like we are absolutely sin has ruined our ability to have any relationship with God. But we as humans have so much value and intentionality because we were actually made in God's image. And so um, I think first, if you're, if you're not in the name of Jesus Christ, like if you haven't actually been, uh, second Corinthians continues to talk and says that um, in five seventeen it says, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away and see that the new has come. Um, and it says that we have been reconciled um, to him through Christ. And he has given us this ministry of reconciliation, um, which is cool because what, what did Christ do? Christ reconciled all of humanity to himself, mm -hmm. right? So, um, and that's through the cross. And now we have also been given that ministry. So once again, we're made in that image and what God is doing through the cross, we are now also supposed to be doing. So I think there's two places uh, when we're thinking about us and the image of God is one, everything that, that is in the Bible is not like all the rules, the guidelines, they're not like holding you back from like a good life. They're actually teaching you how to have the life that you're supposed to have. Mm. So I think if you're not a Christian and you're, and you're listening to this and you're like, well, yeah, I mean, that's fine. It's weird. The Bible's weird. Um, God created you. And so if you're truly wanting to find the fullness of life, it's in Christ and he can restore you to what you were designed to be. Um, you know, A.W. Tozer says that deep calls unto deep, like who I am, calls out to who I was made to be. Mm -hmm. And like 
all creation longs to return to the source, yeah. right? I mean, like we have so many movies and stories about returning to like figuring out where we came from. Well, that's because it's it's built inside of us. Yeah. And so the Bible uh, is that is everything that we need to have fullness of life. And we can only have that through Jesus Christ. So that's your first thing. Like if you're, if you're not a Christian and you're listening to this, to be in the image of God is to be reconciled through Jesus Christ mm-hmm. and the cross. The second part of that, I think, is living out that lifestyle of reconciliation. Are you walking in newness of life? Are you walking in a way that is totally different than before? Corinthians talks about like, I love it. It says like, are you merely human? Like, no, you're not merely human. You have the Holy Spirit upon you. Yeah. And um, I think that's where we got to when we started writing the bridge. Like, he's here. Behold his presence. Hallelujah. Yeah. Like, it's there's a difference now. Like, if you're in Jesus Christ, you know, the second verse we wrote, it says, For all eternity, he has made my life to be the image of the invisible God, redeemed by Jesus, who calls me his own. And I think there's a be- that's a big difference. There's such a beautiful picture of like we're the image of the invisible God. Like you have people who we all will readily admit if we're like even if even if we think we're good, if you're honest with yourself, you know that you fall short. Oh yeah. Whether you're a Christian or not, if you're if you're Absolutely. 100% honest with yourself, you know that there are times where you choose the selfish thing. Yeah. And if like, like, like if you're just blatant with yourself, you know, you shouldn't, no matter what type of like religious aspect you ascribe to. Even if you, even if you're non-religious. Yeah. Even if you're completely non-religious, like everyone will admit that they have downfalls Mm -hmm. and shortcomings in some area and manner of life. But you have the Bible saying we're the image of God and therefore I feel like that gives you so much confidence in going about living your life of like, yes, we're not perfect, but Christ saves us from that. And so therefore, like I have the power of Christ Jesus inside of me Mm -hmm. to live my life. And we, we get so caught up, I think, and it's, it's kind of one of the downfalls of, of again, and I'm, I'm saying reformed, but I think reformed theology is kind of coming to an awakening of like also being excited about church. Yeah. You know, I think that's a good thing because I think for a long time we've um, those that have deeper theology have have also been like the ones that church is boring. Like I think that's kind of a correlation that that people have kind of made, and mm-hmm. that the American church is definitely established. And I think that's coming to a new thing. But um, when we look at at what it is to be in God's image, like that should be so exciting for us. Mm-hmm. And and so no matter where you're at, whether, um, you know, where you're at on theology or anything like that, the fact that we actually have the power of the Holy Spirit living within us, that's incredible. Yeah. Like I, that's just mind blowing. And that should change everything about, about the way that we walk because, you know, John 14 is one of my favorite passages, but it just talks about how the Holy Spirit is in us. It is dwelling within us. It is made, he has made himself home within us. If we just obey him and then he leads us to truth, it gives us power to live abundant life. He, you know, we literally are connected to him in a way that when we move, God is moving through us. If we just like abide in him is what it, what it tells us. So just yeah. obedience leads us to that. Yeah. It's, it, that's a huge theology. 
and we just tried to like <laughs> slam it into a four minute song. Yeah. <laughs> I think of um, the C.S. Lewis quote. It says, Aslan is a lion, the lion, the great lion. Oh, said Susan, I thought he was a man. Is he quite safe? <laughs> I shall feel rather nervous about meeting a lion. Safe, said Mr. Beaver, who said anything about safe. Of course he isn't safe, but he's good. He's the king, I tell you. And I oh, think it's so good. I, I love I, that. I think of, because I think you get to, like, it's easy to view God as a friend or as Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, and I and it's, if we truly, like, the fact that he isn't safe mm-hmm. is good. Yeah. It, like, like, I think of, like, my dad, um, as most little kids that had any type of a positive uh, father figure in their life, like, they wanted to be like their dad at some mm-hmm. point in time. And so, like, I always remembered wanting to um, do the things my dad did and act like my dad because I looked up to him. But if I did something wrong, he was the last person I want to be around. Right. Like, my dad was not a safe person in my life because I feel like safety, safety is a teddy bear. Safety is something that makes you feel good. It's not something that keeps you accountable and pushes you forward. Like I wouldn't even consider, um, a lot of friends in my life to be safe no. friends because you and I aren't safe to be around. <laughs> yeah. Cause like if I, if I tell Jordan something, I know he's going to just tell me what I need to hear, not what I want to hear. Right. And that's not safety. Right. Um, a lot of good things in life are not safe. A lot of things we enjoy are not safe, but it doesn't make them bad. Right. And so when I think of like, we like the image of God, we have this glorious King that we serve and he isn't safe, but it's because he's for our good. Right. Like and, he that, wants, and that goes to the fact, what did Jesus tell his disciples to do? He said to take up your cross daily. Yeah. Like that's not safe. Mm-hmm. That's actually dying to yourself daily. Yeah. An excruciatingly painful experience. You should do it daily. Yeah. Like that's not safe. That's saying, hey, everything that you were before, you should kill that daily. The old is gone. Like stop living that way. Now live in the image of God. And I love uh, Romans actually talks about it, but it's like, Hey, the old self is dead. Mm -hmm. The only way that it's dead is by taking up your cross daily and and literally saying everything that was sinful. I'm crucifying that I'm getting rid of that. It has no power, no authority over me because of Jesus Christ. And now I walk in the image of God. Yeah. That's what I do every day. It's not safe. That's such a great point. It's not safe. And it's not even like, always enjoyable but it's always worth it right like like i tell people all the time if if someone told me run this race and you'll get a million bucks at the end like i don't run it real hard yeah i don't (laughs) don't care how much it it hurts and how horrible it feels if i know the end the end result is a million bucks i'm going to finish that race somewhere or another now if someone just says hey run the race and they don't tell me why i'm going to be so much more likely to give up and so much more likely to give in and i mean it the concept applies to everything in our lives. If you've ever dieted, yeah, it's not fun, but no. it's the end result is worth it. I can still fit in my pants. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> if you've ever, if you've ever wanted to get re- like better at your um, guitar, I guarantee yeah. you, there's times where you're just playing those scales it's that like, there's ah. nothing enjoyable about it, but you're doing it because you know that the end result is worth it. Exactly. And so often, I feel like it's so easy to think that following Jesus just needs to be all rose petals and yeah and ease where it's like, no, it's worth it. And that's why it's hard mm-hmm. sometimes. That's why you have, he's not safe, but he's good. Right. So I agree with that. But, um, 
So yeah, I think that's. I think that's a lot about. I the think song. that's a lot about the. Song. I think that what's what's funny is, and it's good, uh, but we try to fit all of that theology into a four-minute song, and mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> and I don't think people are going to catch up on all of that, but that's okay. Um, and uh, yeah, I think "Image" slowly became one of those songs that was like, "Wow, this actually has a lot of meaning to me." Like, yeah. you know, and uh, I'm excited for everyone to hear it. Well, like we said. Um, we're going to play that for you here today. Um, so we'll go ahead and do that right now. But once again, every third Thursday of the month is our goal to release a new podcast. Um, if you have any questions or things you would like us to talk about, is there an email that they can? Yeah, you can actually just email us at, I would say the best one is Red Letter Society Studio at gmail.com. Red Letter Society Studio at gmail.com. You can also, I imagine like, you can Facebook find it on, on our face. You can DM us on Facebook or Instagram. Instagram. Um, we, we respond to that. Or if you want to, if the, you're on YouTube uh, and watching this, you can just post it in the comments and, you know, be sure to, to like and comment and subscribe. That's kind of all those things really help us get what we're doing out to more people. Yeah. If you like what you're hearing here on the podcast, please make sure to rate us. We're hoping we're going to be on Apple Podcasts soon. There's been a bit of a hiccup yeah, getting well, that going. But once that goes, red give us a five <laughs> star and, and, and um, just say something nice about Jordan's facial hair. Oh, <laughs> the absence of. It looks real clean. It's clean but <laughs> without. No shave November. Can you tell? Further ado. <laughs> Um, here is the new song image. That which can't be seen beholds in front of me the image of the invisible God has revealed him. 